Hey, welcome back to the Becoming Podcast. This is episode 10. Double digits. Double digits. We (laughs) made it. And uh, today we're going to talk about our new series Mm -hmm. called Foundations that we're going to be doing throughout the summer. And so we're excited to get into that. And and before we do, as always, I just want to say thanks for joining us, Um, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening via Apple Podcasts or Spotify Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. Google. If you're a Google person, we love you, Google people. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, thank you. And and we want to just make sure if while you're on there, please like and subscribe and share and continue to spread the word as mm-hmm. we as we do this podcast and, and engage in these conversations that hopefully help you uh, during the week. Uh, begin to keep your mind spinning on mm. some things that, that we've been talking about in our series. And yeah. so we're, we're excited to... <laughs> dive in once more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we dive in, I just, I hope people are um, finding their way to locate this podcast. I know everybody has our own individual challenges of navigating the, the internet and trying to find stuff. And, but hopefully we're making that as easy as possible for you. But the work that you're doing on this, Josh, has just been Wonderful. I mean, we've already learned that you're an excellent host. <laughs> Josh has had all different kinds of people in this room with him. And uh, just you being able to minister in that, that, I know that's a small piece of everything else you do here in the church. But uh, wow, it's, it's made an impact on me. And I know it's making an impact on people in the church because I hear like, oh yeah, I can't wait for, for Wednesday and the podcast to come <laughs> out, you know? So just... Just, I, I just think it's a, such a wonderful way to provide some ministry for people, and thank mm-hmm. you for what you do with sure. that. It's, it's, and it can only go up from here. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. We're still learning. Yep. It's been yep. fun. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's so cool. So, so we're entering into this series, foundations, yeah. and it has bigger implications than just a series, mm-hmm. right? So, you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that, Chris, and what's yeah. ahead? <clears throat> well, this is one piece of some other parts that are going to come alongside with this series. We're starting off with the series, but it's going to flow right into a series of teachings that you're going to be facilitating called Foundations Mm -hmm. that have to do with taking even a deeper dive into what does it mean to be sure of what we believe and why we believe what we believe. And it's going to be in a a group, smaller group format. Um, It's going to have some online pieces to it, I believe, as well as group discussion, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it just takes this to the next level. So that's that's awesome. And then the other part that goes with this, right when we end this series, so this is a, a 10-week series. At week eight of this series, we also dive into 21 Days of Prayer, which is an all-church um, 21 days every day, Monday through Friday, of focus on prayer uh, teaching on prayer and, and worship. And so we will be joining in with churches all over the nation with this. Um, so as we get more details about that, we'll be sharing it with you. But all of these things are going to work together to shore up and build up our faith in this gospel, mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, last week was uh, the kickoff yep. of all of that. Yeah, so we're we're... 
uh, kind of taking a, a building metaphor mm-hmm. throughout this series. Yes. And, yes. and with any good building project requires plans. Yep. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the blueprints yeah. from last week and some of the things that we, we took from the sermon. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it probably took a little bit different tangent than most people thought. We focused on the, the plans being the God's Word. And the the impact that Scripture makes on us as followers of Christ, and I and what I propose is, it makes an impact on anyone, whether we decide to come at the word informationally or transformationally, something will happen, because God's word and the power of God's word does not change, regardless of who comes to it, <clears throat> and so. So we, we took this, this tangent of, okay, so if we, if we come at the word either informationally or transformationally, what are the things that flow, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat is just gravelly, what are the things that flow out of that? Well, most obviously, what comes out of that is our personal interactions with each other, mm-hmm. because doesn't that seem to be the place where faith gets tested, our foundation gets tested, is how we treat one another, how we talk with one another, how we live with one another. Um, and so we we took some time to talk about what how the transforming power of God's Word impacts our ability to be empathetic toward others. And um, kind of some, some real-world stuff of, okay, on a, on a moment-by-moment basis, when I am doing life with other people, am I empathetic or am I what we call sloppy sympathy? <laughs> right? Yeah, could you distinguish those two? Because yeah. I think I think sometimes we, we almost use them interchangeably. We do. Unintentionally. Yeah. But they're, they're two very different things. Right, right. So let's just say sympathy. I'll not put my adjective in front of it. Um, <laughs> Sympathy, really, what that basically says, I'm, I, I will express some level of maybe concern about what you're going through. Um, I might even tune in a little bit to what you're going through, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to see it the way you see it. I'm not going to feel it the way you feel it. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to give you maybe even some lip service that, oh wow, that's terrible. You know, too. That's just a tough thing. But, you know, well, well, we'll pray for you. That's what we do in the church. We'll pray for you. And we don't mean any of that. But we give some kind of uh, sloppy sympathy because we feel obligated to do that. And the result of that means relationships don't go deep. Um, that's also evidence of not allowing God's Word to be transformative in our life. It's merely informative in our lives. Empathy, on the other hand, says... I not only do I desire to see it like you see it, I'm going to see it like you see it. It's not just something I intend to do. I'm willing to actually enter in and feel what you feel. Um, I'm not going to be caught up in telling you how to get fixed. <clears throat> I'm not going to focus on, you know, uh, hurry, you hurry up and stop talking so I can tell you my part in this. Mm. It's just being willing to listen to enter in and sit with people in their suffering, in their struggle, in their questions, um, whatever the case might be. And 
how that is evidence of a life transformed by God's word. Uh, we're, our passage was Hebrews 4, uh, 12 and 13, where it talks about God's word being living and powerful and sharp and how it cuts and it divides and it exposes. Ooh. Mm. But that's necessary for transformation. And so, you know, it wasn't a, here's three easy ways to read your Bible better. It was not that kind of approach to God's Word. It was more like the why that's behind it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it's also an outflow of some things I'm learning and going through in my own life about empathy Mm -hmm. and um, how how that's fleshed out in me personally. So. Yeah. yeah. Two things really stick out there. The first, and I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate okay. here. I think the question, this actually came up last podcast conversation with Melissa and Cindy, mm. this conversation of, as I'm being present with someone and empathetic with them and listening, and the the person across from me says something that is different mm. than what because we're talking about foundations here, and we're going to get more into some of the theological foundations. Yeah. But what if someone says, like, well, what what if someone says something really crazy, and so I'm just supposed to just listen? What? Because sometimes <laughs> what people might think is that if I don't, if I'm not saying anything, then I'm agreeing. Yeah, sure. But but we're we're being challenged to to be okay with not expressing our opinion yeah sometimes yeah and saying well this is how it's it's, it's really is right yeah and I just I think I mean understanding context is obviously important in a situation there are those times when whether as a, a Christian brother or sister when we God does prompt us to speak up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to address something um but I, I would say far more than not we say when say something when we shouldn't and there are those times, and I think that's a challenge in just our own spiritual growth, our development, is that becoming a person who my first response isn't to just say. Mm. Even it may be something that we don't agree with, we don't see it that way, we have no frame of reference with it, or or maybe it's something that might just challenge our own identity to some degree. That there's this visceral response to like, well, I gotta, I gotta say something. Mm. You know, it's just I just can't let this lay. Mm. I just wonder, Josh, how much room we would be able to give the Holy Spirit to operate by us just closing our mouths, even even in a time when it, when it, everything within us says, well, you gotta straighten them out, you gotta correct them, um, you have to fix them. Whatever our our <laughs> propensity is to do, to be willing to say, you know what, Lord, in this situation, I I trust you to be the one to operate here, and I'm just a vessel, and 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 if I'm going to be an empathetic follower of Jesus Christ, then I better get a whole lot better at listening mm. and entering into those spaces with people, and that and we talked about this this Sunday or this weekend. That's messy. It is. That is messy. Mm-hmm. And because it asks more of us. Yeah. And sometimes we just have lines in the sand that we've drawn. So, well, I, 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 there's only so much I can give to people. And I get it. And there's a whole other discussion we can have about boundaries and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, 
but it does it does ask of us and wow what what could that mean in our church family in our community to be known as people who are patient with other people and willing to walk with them and listen mm-hmm. so yeah it's not easy <laughs> no it's not and the implications are huge <clears throat> yeah yeah and the the second thing that, that that arises i think from this sermon is is wrestling with You've talked about it, the difference between informative reading of God's Word and transformative reading mm-hmm. of God's Word. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, and I'm speaking for myself right mm-hmm. now, my natural tendency, and so maybe it's important for us to distinguish what yeah. our natural tendency is, yeah. is to, is I'm someone who, you know, as as Hebrews 4.12 says, that it's, it's, it's piercing our innermost thoughts and desires, it's doing yeah. surgery on us. Yeah. Oftentimes, if I'm honest, I'd rather be doing surgery on the word Ooh. and not letting it be <laughs> yeah. doing surgery on me. Yeah. Like I wanna I wanna like look up all the nitty gritty details and know yes. know know everything I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But I struggle sometimes to allow that to move from my head to my heart. Oh yeah. I'm with you, and mm-hmm. and I wonder if there's some others that might might feel that way too. Identify with that. Um, yeah. Maybe what are some things, you know, just just thinking out loud. Like, what are some things that that might help us create that movement from from informative reading, which mm-hmm. I think is important sometimes because oh, yeah. we because we we need to study to show yourselves approved exactly. as a workman unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah. We exactly. study, we look, we analyze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But especially especially in our Wesleyan tradition. We we take that transformative reading of God's word mm. seriously. That that through the Spirit's work, as we are engaged in the Word, it it is shaping us. Yeah, it is doing surgery on us. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. what what how do we do that? Ooh, well, there's so many different things out there that are tools that can kind of help us create a new discipline in how we approach the Word. Mm-hmm. But actually, I have found the Bible does it for you. Yeah. And where I found that, and and we've all seen this word. If you go back in the Old Testament and you look in many of the Psalms, there's this little five-letter word in between verses that says Selah. Hmm. And that means to pause. It means to refrain. It means to, to stop and contemplate. And it, literally the word is telling us stop, think, rest, listen, um, it's built right in there. And we want to rush past that because like, oh, I got to get a chapter done. <laughs> or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the Bible in a year plan. And nothing wrong with annual reading plans. Mm-hmm. But it lends itself toward a, an informative practice versus a transformative practice. I think one of the easiest things for us to do to 